Hey, Woken Free Nation, Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the entire web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin, or even one of your favorite celebrities. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, Woken Free, is there too. Now, let's get into the episode. Hi, it's Natasha. And it's Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 244th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we're doing a Woke and Free review of Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls. But before we dive into that subject, a couple of things to go over. First, have you downloaded this episode on WokenFree.com through the Podbean app? If not, please do so immediately. Through the app, by the download, you'll be able to join the conversation by putting in your comments. And yes, we want to hear what you have to say, so make sure you do that. Now, if you listen to podcasts on a device for whatever the reason is, you cannot add more apps to that device then that's okay. It's a little bit sad. But what you can do is go to WokenFree.com, go on the Listen tab, and then you'll be able to pick your platform of choice where you can follow and subscribe to the show. And no download needed there. And you can do it on iTunes or TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, Of course, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora. I mean, it's it's a Woken Free world, so make sure you do that. Now, on WokenFree.com, what we would love for you to also do is click subscribe at the top to be able to follow the show through the app. And then on social, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, LinkedIn, at Woken Free. And then if you have 90 seconds, which you do, like, no brainer, (laughs) we would love to hear your thoughts and review of the show. We want to know how the show is feeding into you. So go to WokenFree.com, go on the Listen tab and pick your platform of choice where you'd like to review the show at. And uh, we can't wait to hear from you and continuing listening because, Khalil, what do they need to do now? Before starting the conversation... They're going to have to hear a little bit about us, is what Mm. they're going to do. Okay. That's what they got (laughs) to do. This week, we're asking, would you rather take classes you find interesting or ones you think you'll need? Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So, I would say pretty much the best of both worlds is to be something that is interesting and you need, because that way you're not doing... That running between your wants and your needs, but it's satisfying both. But ultimately, if you had to make a decision, uh, I would say you have to go with something you need because your needs should be uh, furthering your ultimate goals versus your wants might be temporary or not necessarily something that's going to be able to fuel your future. Okay. 
So when I think about this now, it'd be a different answer for like if I was in college. Mm Because in college, I would take the ones that I need Mm because I'd want to graduate. But for classes now, I don't have like a, there's no end goal right here. It's just knowledge for me or, you know, it's fun for me. So I would actually just take interesting ones. And the thing is, too, with that, you gotta, you never know. It might actually provide some insight elsewhere in your life. So that's true. That's why sometimes you never know. You go with that choice where it's like, that's mm. not something that I need to take, but I'm interested in it. So let me find out more about it. Maybe mm. something will come up that I can use later on. Like I could find out about a dancing class and mm-hmm. maybe that dancing class could tie into a show possibly. You never know. Oh, okay. So I wonder where you were going with that exercise. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's the thing with you know doing different stuff. So ah. you that dancing show. Imagine if you found about this dancing show now that mm-hmm. Lizzo does. So maybe you can explain what is Lizzo's "Watch Out for the Big Girls" all about. Nice sloppy transition. Good wow, stuff. Wow, I thought that was clean. Clean as a whistle. Uh, (laughs) So, according to Amazon, uh, the show is by uh, the multi-platinum music icon Lizzo, who is in search for her next big girl dancers as she heads into her 2022 tour. 13 hopefuls arrive in Hollywood, California, and they leave it all on the floor for a chance to be chosen to take center stage at Bonnaroo Music Festival. The stakes are high for the hopefuls and uh, the icon herself uh, is, you know, this will be her first time performing in front of a stadium crowd in two years. So she is very excited, but also very determined to make sure her show goes well. And I would probably add... You know, that is, I think, an overarching good summary of kind of, you know, what happened, what's the purpose of why you're watching all these beautiful, big-bodied women shaking and dancing on TV. But I would say it's, you know, uh, an opportunity to see women going after their careers in a, in the artistic space. And these are bodies and shapes of people that you probably do not necessarily see on television. So it was just a wonderful opportunity for representation and also motivation that you can go after your dreams, regardless of your size, your color or sexual orientation or dot, dot, dot. Yeah. I think this show was definitely about representation. And then Uh it also was trying to dive in, to a little bit of their background and tell mm-hmm. you how they got this far and yep. kind of what they had to go through just to even get to this point. Yep. They they definitely detailed that for a lot of the girls and it was definitely different than a lot of the dance competitions that we see. We don't get mm-hmm. to see these sorts of people on TV dancing and hear about their type of stories. So mm-hmm. it's you know it's a new take on what we've kind of seen previously. It's, Absolutely, it's different. And also what's cool is they didn't have a, you know, before and after, right? So it wasn't like, oh, these 13 hopefuls come on and then through the next 11 weeks, they all have to lose 50 pounds to, you know, it wasn't like, yeah, it, was it wasn't no, really that. I think it really yeah. was, what it really was doing was seeing, do you have what it takes to actually yes, just dance? It exactly. wasn't, it wasn't even like, all right, we can only bring a certain amount of you or, Mm-hmm. We're going to have to eliminate you for this round. It wasn't really like that. It was just like, can you, can all of you make mm-hmm. it? Can, if you can do it, you can come. That's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. I'll sign you up and 
I don't know. I find most competition shows are, are different than that. Exactly. And then there were surprises. We won't do any spoilers for folks, but for people who were able to uh, pass go and collect 200 early on in the competition because of their skill and ability, which was really nice to see, as opposed to just saying everyone has to, you know, go at the end. Lizzo built in opportunities for folks to win certain things and be able to join her tour, be able to work with her in a way that even you know if if you sh- demonstrated you showed up how you needed to show up you were going to be able to have some great opportunities so i thought yeah. that was cool i think also be good to mention i don't know if we mentioned that is mm-hmm. that these girls had the or women they had to spend time together in a house yes too. exactly so they that were they had to live together point. and try to get along with each that, other uh, yeah that like mtv um what's that when they were living so in they this? had that kind of show that what's that called real world yeah it's actually that kind of example of like yeah because i guess that that mm-hmm. wasn't one to see how they would click and which get is along. important because if you <laughs> a test of that yeah lizzo was saying during the show that they are they have when to operate like a right? family right yeah and when yeah. you spend so much time with each other it's really important to see how your energy melds with others and if you can't get on with others doesn't matter what kind of dancer you are that's that's not gonna work <laughs> yeah Okay, so overall th- thoughts on the show would be? I mean, I think it's good because we get to see kind of, like I was saying before, the experiences mm-hmm. that plus-size women go through. Yes. I mean, you don't even think about it, but can you handle the whole routine? Like, can you make it through a whole routine and not be collapsed to do more routines? So. When you're a non-traditional dancer, yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that, I don't know, that, that question doesn't usually come up, but you see that. that yeah, stamina be an is an actual thing. Yeah. yeah, like, you gotta be able to dance, and I think that was good to have, like, to show, mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, these people, you really gotta have what it takes to come through and dance mm-hmm. with me. I'm not letting anybody here. And then I like that she just... I don't even know if it was part of, like, the rules of the show or what, but like you said, she was doing different surprises. Like, mm-hmm. basically, if you showed her that you're a good dancer, you that's it. You don't have to live in this house anymore. Mm-hmm. You can start dancing with the rest of the, her her team already, mm-hmm. so... Or the big girls. You can already you can go join them. <laughs> I guess that's yes. what they're called, the big girls. Yes, sir. So, I like that the show showed that, and it did show the negative interactions, too, so... Yeah. That's, I mean, that's how all these show, shows are, because that's what pulls people in, of so... Of course. You gotta have that, and, you know, I, I, I was okay with it. It wasn't It wasn't a big overwhelming deal. at all, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree with you. As a big-bodied woman myself, I have been a juicy... <laughs> pretty much my entire life and you know this show as you know brought me to tears in the beginning because you know something like this for children or young women is so meaningful i mean i don't even know i couldn't even tell you what this would have meant for me if i would have been able to watch something like this as a child to be able to not be ashamed of who you are and what you are and i get it everyone is on a different journey of where they are physically appearing in the world but typically with fat phobia there is this constant rhetoric that if you are bigger body that there's something wrong with you or that you're not good enough or that you should you know accept life for what it is and not want or dream for too much like people society messaging will, will be like that i mean lizzo talks to that and she speaks to that through her social through her music and you know and enough is enough and so that's why this show is just beyond meaningful and then you know also i do, we i do want to throw out there that there was the opportunity for one of her dancers who was trans to have the trans narrative be you know in public eye which 
again, is another marginalized community who people have a, a wide range of belief systems and thoughts and uh, against that community. But at the end of the day, people are people and we've got to find a way to accept people for who they are, including folks who have differing perspectives on their orientation or how they operate and live in this world. And we have to let people live and supporting each other and championing each other. So that was exciting to see that there was that opportunity to be able to not only champion bigger body people, but also be able to champion uh, a person within that diverse community being a trans person. And I just, you know, it just it overall was over overwhelmingly positive and entertaining. There was a little bit of the negativity, like you said, uh, because some of the dancers were not going to, you know, Shame people, but some people know who they are. Well, you can watch the show and find Correct. out, right? Exactly. <laughs> watch the show, the click on the link, uh, and on wokenfree.com. And some of them had nasty attitudes, and that's why they aren't uh, a Lizzo Big Girl, I, I guess, is how <laughs> we would have to say that. So ultimately, what would you say was your biggest takeaways from the show then? Well, the biggest takeaway is to, uh, even if you don't have skills, your confidence can pull you through because mm. oftentimes the, mm. I mean, some of these, oh, wow. some of the dancers, I don't think they were as skilled as some of the others, but Damn. they have more confidence so they could pull through compared to their, like, I guess the counterparts. Yeah. Yeah. The other cast, or mm-hmm. I don't know what you want to call them before they make it onto there, but dancers are, yeah, the oh. other dancers. So that actually, it helps a lot. People don't realize is that confidence can pull you through. And the second thing is, you're going to be mad at this one, maybe, is that social media dancers, just because you dance on social media, that doesn't mean you can dance in just the real world. (laughs) That's 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 what I take away. I think dance is an art form, and you need to practice your art form. Because, you know, those people people do funny dances and stuff on their social media, but then when it comes time to shine and do some choreography. They're not professionally trained dancers, though. Yeah. Yeah, see? I thought you'd be upset about that. No. I am for the art of something and pursuing the art of it. You want to say social media dancers are the best in your mind? Uh, no, I would not say that. I would say people uh, who are the best are the people who think they're the best. <laughs> <laughs> and live your truth, guys. Any, any which way you want it. <laughs> You're listening to Woke and Free. Woke and Free. Woke and Free. Woke and Free. A podcast that keeps it real and honest. And another takeaway is yeah. that I think you should always... Put your, your, I guess your A game on, even mm. in rehearsals. Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> don't, a good don't, one. don't take it easy. Cause you're, you're always, always come through. Yeah. yeah. You're always competing. Absolutely. Oh, I love those takeaways. So for me, I would say learning how to play nice with others matters. Sometimes again, it's even more meaningful than your talent because you could be the most talented person in the schoolyard. But if you can't play well with others, you will never <laughs> be selected to, to play dodgeball. You will never be selected to go to the birthday parties. You'll never be selected to be a part of the community for which you are actually a part Ouch. of. So, you know, the psychology of how do I get on with others, how to play well with others, how to make friends and influence the world matters. And so if you have, you know, kind of a stink attitude or you take it upon yourself to criticize others or to constantly demean others, you'll see that in life you're going to lose opportunities, not gain them. So that's one takeaway. Uh, also, sure. pursuing your dream can be extremely painful, but it's totally worth it. A lot wow. of the dancers on the show, 
had ongoing physical injuries because yeah. dance is very trying on the body. It's a very physically demanding sport and industry. So just be worth, just keep in mind that, you know, if you are working towards achieving a dream, it might like kick your butt. <laughs> and it probably is going to kick your butt every single day that you do it, but it's totally worth it because it's your dream. It's your, what you want and you deserve it. So keep going, push through that pain and obviously yeah. work with professionals to, to take care of yourself on the journey, but uh, whew, be, be ready. And then again, achieving your dreams happens every day. Biggest point was you show up to your rehearsal and you act like this is the real show. You never know what could happen from that. Right. So I loved your point about, not just kind of half-assing rehearsals, but give it your all every time you have to perform. Every yeah. time. You never know who's assessing you. You never know what could come of an opportunity. So give it your give it your all and, and leave it on the floor, right? Because if you if you do your best, you leave the rest with the universe and, and you take it from there. And that's really a part of like a woken free principle. So just keep it going, y'all. And then you make it more of a muscle memory too, mm. right? If you always go hard, then Success once the main event comes, I love that. you don't have to yeah. think about it. It. it just happens. I love that. Yeah. Would you recommend our listeners mm -hmm. watch the show and why? Absolutely. It is super empowering and funny. I was so moved as a woman, as a plus size woman person, as a a, per, a woman of color. I was just cheering on some so many of these ladies. They were beautiful. They were moving. You know, their insecurities were relatable. Their successes felt like my successes. I felt you know, like I was seen in a way that I hadn't been seen before. And, and if you happen to be a part of a marginalized community, which again, yes, I am fat. Yes, I am black. Yes, I am woman. Uh, hear me roar. Uh, you know, I, it, even it just makes me want to cry just thinking about the show right now, because again, it's just like, you deserve anything you want in this world and your color and your, and your weight and your size and your height and any other type of identifier or description should not and cannot stand in the way of you pursuing your dreams. And the show embodies that. And so, yes, yes, yes. If you don't typically watch shows like this, expose yourself to this. And if this is up your alley, girl, guy, every which way you describe yourself, you will be snapping and clapping and so happy. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Those are some good reasons. I know. That is like a beautiful soundbite. I hope Lizzo enjoys that. You're mm -hmm. welcome, Lizzo. Love you, honey. Okay. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's good. So I would recommend watching this if you're a big Lizzo fan or even if you're a small mm. Lizzo fan because you get to hear some of her music. And, you know, I think that's kind of cool. And you get to see a peek into how her dancers operate. And yeah. you get to see a little bit of some performances. So. If you like music, I mean, you should you should like Lizzo. Lizzo, mm -hmm. to me, she's a great entertainer. So mm, please is, yeah. check it out if you're into the, in, being entertained. I think Absolutely. you won't regret it. Like it's Absolutely. definitely it's a fun time. That's what I'll say about it. And one more thing we didn't get to talk about is Lizzo purposely made point and had a point to have the show have different coaches and subject matter experts come on to talk not just about dance and show the girls the the different routines, but also talk up through some insecurities and some mind and body and soul enhancement, which is like oh, a yes. part of her vibe. And I really want to make sure we make we shout her out for that because that is so deeply important. And I don't think we've seen that in other shows because nothing in life is one tract, right? Like as the human experience is a multi-layered, complicated, beautiful, 
a crazy conversation and experience, so is going after your dreams. And it's not just, okay, I'm going to go after my dreams and not do anything else. Yeah, you do have to do yoga. Yeah, you do need to meditate. Yeah, you might want to talk to a therapist, right? Like there's so many different things that you have to do to exist every single day. And especially when you're pursuing your dreams, you need to be in alignment. Your mind, body, soul needs to be in alignment. So I really want to shout Lizzo out for having uh, the opportunity to have the girls work on feeling better about their bodies, feeling better about who they are and working through trauma. Yeah. And then I just add that just to repeat is I, I like this format of like the free flow where it's not, all right, this is round one. You're getting eliminated. We're going to always eliminate one person mm. and then we're going to have the rest go on. It wasn't like that. It was True. literally More for everybody her. can go through or no one could go through. True. Yeah, you just, she kept you had it open. Before. Yeah, like, she kept it I, I really, I like that format. It's more realistic instead of Definitely. how these shows are so canned. And it's like, yeah, it's, we're going to eliminate one person tonight. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Super like original. that. Yeah. yeah. So I did like that about that. The show. Yeah. It's a little different in that aspect. Absolutely. Here we go. Yo, here we go. Yo. So what's, so what's, what's the scenario? It's scenario time, folks. Scenario one. Nenye is a choreographer who seeks perfection from her neophytes. She will always ask them if they went all out when they go through the last run. Is Nenye shaming them by asking them the same question every time? Oh, interesting. Uh, no, it's, uh, I think it's important, especially when you are training people to, to be their best, that you reinforce the idea of what their best looks like. So now what you might want to do as opposed to asking people that is, you know, maybe capture footage of the routine and then go to each of them on, you know, in your one-on-one syncs or as a group and identify where if you feel like there's sloppiness happening, then that might be a more meaningful exercise. And maybe you do that one-on-one so that again, there's no shaming because it's all about improvement, but to show people, Hey, you know, your arm is kind of like, at 45 degrees and it should have been at a full on 60 or, you know, whatever the, the dance uh, critiques are. And then, you know, be able to do that on a consistent basis. And that helps reinforce because sometimes people, especially when we're training, we, we get so caught up on the verbal, verbal and, you know, this is this, but like showing people sometimes is more meaningful than telling people something. So that's my thoughts there. Yeah. I think you gotta be careful asking them this question each time because mm-hmm. then you're going to get a low morale, I think, from the group. If every single time you always mm-hmm. ask it, then they're like, well, I mean, now we are trying our hardest and you're not even noticing it. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It could get Opposite kind of annoying and they could, yeah. yeah, you can actually make them do worse. So, mm-hmm. I think she's got to be careful when asking this question and maybe go along with you and mm-hmm. kind of just like individually point out things they could do or mm-hmm. something like that. But just... Just asking them if they're going hard is going to annoy them after a while, if you do it every time. Yeah, exactly. Scenario two, Mumtaz is in a dancing competition where you get matched up with different people and perform a duet. She really wants to win, so before her performance, she flirts with the judge. Is Mumtaz guaranteeing her success using this tactic? I wonder what influenced this scenario. It's so interesting. I know. It's not like none of us have done this kind of... absolutely not i don't know what you're implying (laughs) yeah no i'm making sure (laughs) because because how you say that they might make assumptions a listener can hear this and say people know my heart they don't know your heart though (laughs) (laughs) they know a heart of gold though a heart of mine i know (laughs) a heart made of metal it's it's something different your heart is not made of metal so you cannot claim the gold status 
you're a sick person. (laughs) (laughs) So to answer the question, I would say uh, trying to win success through uh, non- uh, (laughs) merited methods like (laughs) (laughs) if you're performing and you need to win a competition through your performance uh showing body parts or other types of non-performance behaviors is not really just if you compliment the judge and then send them cash exactly (laughs) exactly (laughs) one could argue that that type of duplicitive uh, or uh you know uh manipulative behavior is unnecessary and it it sets a bad tone because it it puts the judge in an awkward position because maybe the person did actually like the judge right like maybe that person really was actually flirting because they actually were interested in the judge but the problem is because of the setting for how they met and what they're both in place to do it becomes wildly inappropriate. And it also, it, it would qu- call into question the success of that person really winning the competition. If you're like, hey, judge, I think you're kind of fly. And then you also win. And then people are like, oh, yeah, you won because you, you know, were like, give it to me. Right. It's like, so it's just it's it's poor, poor uh behavior that needs to be left uh to another thing when you're when you're championship or whatever and then maybe three months later six months later if you are able to connect with the judge then say what's up (laughs) but don't do it while you're performing it it looks very like bad bad decision time yeah i mean to me there's multiple issues with this Mm -hmm. so for one thing is i feel this is almost like cheating because because it's trying to like boost give you a boost Mm -hmm. where it's like oh i might have not performed as well but the judge you know i complimented them and made them feel good so they're gonna boost my score so to me that's like cheating and Mm -hmm. you're really cheating yourself because you don't know if you really did that well and then the second it makes like a conflict of interest for the judge like should they continue now and judge you because you said that it's yeah, gonna be like what if like you said what if you did do good and they want to grade you high but then people they saw that flirt and they're like hey judge are you yeah, really giving them a boost or something <laughs> so it puts the judge in a bad position you know it's that that's this is no good mm-hmm. and then the third thing is is all right so you did this dance competition and maybe this helped you win but what happens in the future are you gonna have to flirt with every judge or person or venue holder or whoever just that to those, get a hand those up. lashes and pucker like, those lips you're just always baby. flirting that it's like it's, it's a crazy it's not a good this is not yeah. the way to do it this is a terrible yeah <laughs> you know there's so, there's use. it's like there's you know kind of like if you're on an interview you know and you you you're happy you it's kind of like do you compliment your interviewer based on like the shirt that they're wearing <laughs> or do you just say it's nice to meet you right you go the route of it's really nice to meet you you don't say you know i really think you look sexy today like well, yeah you can't whoa 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 you can't say like, you work out you know yeah <laughs> like oh gym. you look good you like oh wait a minute guys <laughs> you can't say we that are, we're off we're off the rails i think that's too much we've lost control <laughs> yeah i think that's that's a little Doing too, too much. much scenario three twisha has been a dancer since she was young she met with some other dancers on an online forum to form a dance troupe after months of dancing together, she's found that she has danced the longest and no one seems to be taking the lead of the group. Should Twisha declare herself the leader since she is the most senior dancer? Oh, another interesting question. I would say, again, I would go back to that previous example where the showing versus the telling. So 
people, uh, some, you know, take the cues of leaders based on how you behave as a leader, not what you say as a leader. Lead by example is the phrase. So if Tuisha wants to be taken seriously as the dance leader, then it would be up to Tuisha to present a, a routine that Tuisha thinks the group should do. And Tuisha should come to the group and share ideas as to how do they market their dance troupe and what is their marketing strategy on social media and what are the different dance competitions they're going to perform at and and asking each of the, the people to contribute their ideas. And by showing that leadership and that ongoing leadership and also checking in and supporting the, the different dancers, you know, on the dance floor and off of it, they by default would elect her <laughs> as as the, the leader as opposed to like kind of being Angelica of Rugrats and being like, I'm the leader and you baby suck. Like that's not necessarily going to get you what you want. It will be fabulous content for like a show, but it's, it's it's better to lead by example. Yeah, that's definitely a good point. You should probably not just call yourself out like that. It might make the others kind of resent you. So Mm -hmm. I think it'd be good to maybe talk to the people, see how people are feeling. If Mm -hmm. they feel the group's going well. And then maybe you take some initiatives and then you can let people know, hey, I did this and that. Yep. One or another, I got us into this. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be performing uh, at this venue, you know, stuff like that. Just start to kind of do some leadership type stuff. Yeah. And see how you can help improve the group. And then everybody will just kind of look to you as the leader Mm because you're doing leader stuff. So you got to do it on like the ninja style. Exactly. (laughs) It's, It's about, again, that how do I win friends and influence people situation. And it's, yeah, it's about methodical, it's about genuine, it's about strategic, it's about uh, also I- impactful, right? What kind of imp- leaders have impact? So if, you're, if you can't have a positive impact on your group, then why should anyone elect you to be a leader? So. Yeah, that's true. Listen, we could go on and on and on about this Welcome Free Nation, but we are at that time again. It's the coming to the end of our 244th episode of Woke okay. and Free! Quite the episode doing a Woken Free review of Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls. Khalil, what do folks need to do now? They need to come back next week for the new Woken Free Wednesday episode. And make sure you follow us on social media to follow along with the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, then we encourage you to uh, definitely think about 2023. Yes, I know it is a little bit away, but we have some really fun guests coming up and we are pretty much booked. Uh, So uh, definitely hit us up on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. That's W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. And then when it comes to social media, we'd love to hear you on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, LinkedIn, at Woken Free, and all sponsorship and collaborations. Again, hit us up on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time.